Well, Tony, we're finally back after a one-week hiatus. Uh, Don't know what happened there, but we're picking right back up. It's uh, Butt Stuff bi-weekly at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not Butt Stuff monthly, as some arrogant league members might say. Yeah, who would say such a thing? Uh, we want to wish our best to everyone caught in the hurricane. Uh, glad we're glad, Matt. Kalishin's okay. Scott is next. Yeah, he has to worry. Yeah, yeah. Not as concerned for Scott's safety. He feels like a scrapper or someone who would survive <laughs> against all odds. He's probably got a cupboard full of canned food and dry food, so yeah, he's good yeah. to go. Yeah, Scott seems like he would thrive in a, in a disaster-type situation. Yeah, as long as he's got enough beer, he's good to go. <laughs> uh, the shot glasses did come in today. They are they're not great. They're smashing. Uh, yeah, they're they're small logos, so you guys are just gonna deal with it. TJ looks like Genghis Khan. It looks great. TJ looks almost exactly like Genghis Khan. <laughs> but we got three of them. We have a butt stuff league. I shaved my balls for this. Uh, we have a butt stuff weekly official logo shot glass, and then we have the famous TJ Genghis Khan photo labeled Whisket Scott. <laughs> Whisket Scott. So anyone who's already gotten a first place uh, in points this week, that would be Matt Kalishin, John Smith, and Anthony Scott Updike. Yes, truly. Uh, please get in touch with me for your shot glasses. Those of you out of state will probably wait till the end of the season in case you win another one. At least after hurricane season. Yeah, well, I thought hurricane season was over. Uh, next up, we're going to go to a week two breakdown. Since we haven't seen you guys in a couple weeks, we'll uh, go through all the scores and then see how me and Tony's picks fared against what actually happened. First off, we got me against Vinny. I cockily went with myself. Uh, Tony went more intelligently with Vinny as I got my ass kicked. It's uh, just I, I wouldn't bet on you, so I think I'm going to be right more times than not if I bet against you. Well, you know what? I started Juju. He gave me two and a half, and Amari Cooper sat on my bench and gave me 20 and a half. So that's... Classic George Blunder. Classic George Blunder. Uh, Ravens D got smoked by Tua in a savage comeback. Kyle Pitts was doing nothing. You know, Tua put out like 51 points in that game. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He's elite. I don't think he is. He's actually dead, so it doesn't really matter if he's (laughs) elite or not. He's in Steve McNair land. Yeah, he very well much be, might be. <laughs> uh, and Dalvin gave me a pretty bad showing as well. Vinny got and Vinny got forty two from Lamar. Lamar's been killing it for him. The That's, thing with Vinny, saving grace, you know. Yeah, with Vinny's team, I mean, it's not very good. And but Lamar has been so elite this year that it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's like a very bottom shelf, lower squad team with you know with, with what he's getting from his other guys. But Lamar is just carrying him. Yep. DJ Moore, you know, uh, I I can't blame Vinny at all for that one. I DJ, actually wanted DJ Moore, and I'm, I'm glad Vinny uh, took him before I could get him. Yeah, I, I can't blame Vinny at all. I mean, he was considered a, a consensus top five or at, at max top ten receiver before the year, and he's just been nothing. You know, and then George Kittle's out, but Higby's been a nice pickup for him. Yeah, um, yeah. Higby has been actually very different. I think in years past, he's been very touchdown dependent, and this year he's getting just peppered with a lot of short throws. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Rashad Penny also laid an egg against me, but it uh, doesn't matter. Vinny got 42 from LJX. Vinny oh. wins. So Tony, one point. George, zero. But uh, next up, we got Tyler versus Mike. I took Mike. You took Tyler. And I and I won this one. Tyler got him by about 30 points. Yeah, he smoked him this time. Um, Tyler, uh, I'm sorry, Mike had a hell of a game from, uh, from Stefan Diggs, 38 points. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we've talked about all season, that wide receiver trio that yeah. he has is elite. But it is a little interesting that uh, Jamar Chase seems to be struggling a bit starting the year. I think the Bengals just in general are struggling, but you're right. I would figure he'd be a top five receiver all year, especially like last year. Yeah, I think it's very possible for bad teams to support a good receiver and and even the Bengals it seems like T Higgins is outperforming Jamar Chase and he did the old he did the old thing of grabbing Ezekiel Elliott and another bad game for Elliott yeah I mean is, is I, that's my question is is Zeke getting pushed aside by Tony Pollard right now I don't know but I, I it seems like you watch and it seems like Tony Pollard's more electric in the backfield I completely he agree can do more I feel like I agree one thing with Mike's team that I think is a little interesting is Brees Hall you know I, I was personally scared of taking any New York Jets just because they're the Jets but I'm not going to say the Jets are a good team, but they've started to pick it up a little bit from a fantasy perspective. Well, Michael Carter Jr., I think week one went off, so that was kind of like a sound the alarms. Brees Hall's not going to be any good. He's starting to show up a bit, but Zach Wilson's back this week, I think, so they're going to go back into fantasy basement. You think so? Probably, yeah. Yeah? I mean, it's not like Joe Flacco is uh, Peyton Manning, but... He's at least a game manager. And he's also... Joe Flacco's been giving uh, Garrett... Or, I'm sorry, yeah, Garrett Wilson. He's been giving Garrett Wilson yeah. some, some you know, decent amount of volume. Good usage, yeah. Yeah. Bre the Brees Hall-Michael Carter will be an interesting thing to look at going forward, exactly. though. Exactly. Uh, Mike got 11-5 from Devonta Smith this week after a zero burger in week one. That would come back to fuck me straight in the butt in week three. It was beautiful. I you know week one he didn't get anything you know zero targets he had one and I think he dropped it okay but, but okay still. yeah zero catches zero yards yeah it's amazing yeah uh, looking over at Tyler's team obviously Josh Allen he got thirty got actually fifteen from a Patriots running back that he started which is rare uh, Damian Harris kind of all over the all over the place so far the, the Patriot running back thing for me is is like a crapshoot there's like three of them and you just don't know which one's gonna go off I mean it's it's it, it, for me like I said in the past if if I need a waiver pickup I might grab a Patriots uh, running back because they might go off yeah they might it's a good dart throw James White of course was that guy for many years before he retired Rex Burkhead's done it I mean oh yeah Rex Burkhead uh, yeah it was the guy that's from uh, <laughs> that went to God, was it Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're he's, talking about. He's, he's from here. Yeah, yeah. Jonas uh, Gray. Right, Jonas Gray. Yeah, yeah. yep. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Patriots running backs all over the place. But I feel like da both Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson this year have been at least startable. You mm. know, and I think part of that is due to Mac Jones being kind of shaky. Very I, shaky. Well, now he's he's hurt, so. Yeah, now he, I think he's hurt for several weeks now. Ryan Horror season, so. Oof, that's rough. The, the horror show. Rough rough for the Patriots. Patriots might be entering a full-blown rebuild. They need it. And then, you know, Bill Belichick's retire and go coach, like, his, his grandkids' soccer team or something. Yep. I'll tell you what, as a Seahawks fan, right, somebody who's been a fan of a team that's been good but not elite for a long time, it's time to rebuild every once in a while. you got to suck it up. you got to have that three, four years where you're just terrible. And it's, yeah, it's not worth it going, you know, winning eight, nine games every year, squeaking the playoffs and, being, you know, maybe winning one once in a while but bouncing out in the first round. Exactly. Card. It's time to tank and get your Joe Burrow. And then, be honest, with that with that division with Miami and and, and uh, Buffalo, yep. that's too much to catch up to, in my opinion. Yep, exactly. I completely agree. Let, let Miami and Buffalo go through their little hot streaks while you retool and reload your roster and hopefully find your quarterback because – I don't think it's Mac Jones. It's not. You know, Mac Jones is serviceable, but I don't it's, think I don't think his ceiling is is a top. But also, why is Matt Patricia the, the the OC in New England? Makes no fucking sense. You would question why after giving up forty two points to Jacksonville in an AFC Championship game with Blake Bortles starting, Bortles. why he would coach or coordinate anywhere ever again? But hey, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got John and Scott. This was this is the best game of the season so far, with no question. John with 150, Scott with 147. What an amazing game. An absolute shootout. 
And what makes it even more astounding is that John got 6.8 points only out of Jonathan Taylor, his number one pick, and he got a zero burger out of DJ Chark. He still won the game with, I think, the highest score we've seen all season. Well, look at Tua Tagovailoa feasting with 38.86 points. Yeah, and how about Tyreek catching all those passes, 36.5, and Mark Andrews with 21. Yeah, that was that's the uh, the, the double up we had. Uh, we didn't expect this year, but it's happening, you know? Um, yeah, I, I did not expect to see Miami be one of the most fantasy-relevant offenses. And then you got Rashad Bateman putting up 18.8. I mean, it was a hell of a performance by his team. DJ Shark is a zero, but I mean, and that's got to hurt because I would have won John if we would have put somebody else in receiver. But what can you do? Well, John did win. John, John got him by three points. Oh, well, shit, he edged him. Yep, he edged him. Uh, Tony, you actually picked John in this one, and I picked Scott, so one point to Tony. Uh, th- yeah, this is what a, what a game here. Uh, this is definitely the fantasy performance of the year, and, and if you look over at Scott, he had some equally amazing performances, right? He got 31 from Nick Chubb. He got 35 from Amon Ross St. Brown. 8.84 from Primetime Kirk. And somebody who, <laughs> who he's very familiar with is Graham Gano. Yeah. And he got 17 from Graham Gano. I think Scott put in a little call, like, yeah. Hey, I got I got a tough matchup this week, Graham. Can you knock a couple through for me? Or else I'm going to break your kneecap. You know? Yeah. Uh, so another t- a tough one for Scott there. Scott had Gabe Davis on his bench due to an injury, and you've got to think that... That would have been enough to pull him forward. Yep. Right? I think he, you start you start him over an A.J. Dillon or, or T. Higgins, and, and he probably wins. Uh, next up, we got King Cuck's employees versus Mormon. This is probably uh, King Cuck's... Last win is my my guess. Uh, we would hope. Uh, me and you both picked TJ this week, and we got it right. Uh, TJ really was buoyed by 30 points from Aaron Jones. I'll eat it. I'll say I thought Aaron Jones was going to take a huge step backwards this year because of A.J. Dillon really emerging. Uh, I, so far, I've been wrong. I, there's going to be games, I think, where A.J. Dillon outperforms him. But I think more times, out of, more times than not, Aaron Jones will. But I don't I, think he's going to be like years past. I think Aaron Jones is technically the starter, but I think Aaron, I think uh, AJ Dillon gets a lot of the goal line contributions. Yeah, he's a vulture. Yeah, he's a vulture. So I think in games where the Packers are behind and they have to pass a lot, you might see Dillon outperform him. And then in games where you know like this, they beat Chicago twenty seven ten. They're just feeding Aaron Jones like crazy. You know what really grinds my gears is he won a fantasy game in twenty twenty two with fucking Rex Burkhead. Yeah, Berkey had. Yeah, but Berkey fight. had only gave him one point nine. So I know. I'm so just, just saying, a bad call. I'm just saying that I just you know in your flex, this guy's winning fantasy games. That's just like what your your you know little sister does in her fantasy lineup. She pulls Rex Burkhead because he's projected high points off the waiver wire and starts him in a and fantasy he sounds game. Like a T Rex, you know. Yeah, exactly. So. It's a cool name, you know. Let's start Rex Burkhead. Absolutely. And just, just a juvenile move from TJ. Uh, one thing I do like about TJ's team, though, is I, I like Singletary and I like Ramondre Stevenson. I do think TJ's very deep at running back, which is the most the most important position in our fantasy game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we look at it over at uh, Mike's team. Mike's. Matt's team, I'm sorry. Um, having, having Michael Thomas in the bench is starting to hurt him a bit. Yeah, definitely. I, if I'm looking at, at uh, Mormon Matt's team, really the, the biggest thing he did wrong, I think, this year is taking TJ Hawkinson at the tight end. Yeah, that's the biggest issue, I think. Yeah, I, it's like, I, I and I can't blame him for it. I thought TJ Hawkinson, we, we rated Mormon pretty highly on our first show. Like, I can't believe Hawkinson's not even a top 10 tight end. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Goff is your quarterback, but he's just not going to be... Travis Kelsey or George Kittle, any of that, those guys at level. I think that people, you know, his first season, I think that was kind of what people thought, though. I think people oh, thought this is a this is a top five tight end. You get drafted in the top ten in the NFL draft. They yeah. respect that. But, you know, yeah. Eric Ebron, look at him. I don't know where he's playing anymore. I mean, I'm not defending the Quintricia era, but I, I did really think TJ Hawkinson was going to be an elite, 
You know, I used to kind of like a Kyle Pitts where we knew coming in, even as a rookie, like this guy was going to take over and it just has never happened. And now he's dropping balls on top of it. Uh, the rest of the rest of more of, um, of, of Mormon's team, you know, Monty had a pretty good day, but he's now hurt. Yeah. CD, I, I really question CD with the drops. I see that a lot. He's also, you know, it doesn't help that Cooper Rush is the uh, starting quarterback there. I guess, but I don't. I mean, did you watch the game last week? So Cooper Rush looked pretty good, and CD didn't. He's he's still pretty solid. I mean, I, I don't hate the pick there. I don't like Deontay Johnson, obviously, just because I don't like quarterback situation in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh is is a lot worse at quarterback than than I even thought. And really, I, the glaring thing is, is Derrick Henry is he cooked? You know, is he dead? I mean, yeah. That team, that team looks bad. You, I don't think that any running back can get as much usage as Derrick Henry's got over the last couple of seasons, or any player can yeah. get that much usage and just a lot be of miles okay. Out of like, yeah. yeah. I had the same thing happen with Sean Alexander. I mean, I, I can think of a lot of the Bears running backs that they really burnt out in a couple of years. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't see Derrick Henry being elite for very long. Uh, anyway, next up we got uh, Aaron and Tony. Uh, we both took you in this one, and we were both correct. Badly needed W, and I get on the board in the win column in this week. Um, my team went off. Jalen Hurts stud, CMC stud, Saquon stud, Sutton stud, and even with Michael Pittman out too. Yeah, no, this was this was a really good win for you. Um, Sutton finally, you know, this is probably the this is the best game Sutton's had so far through through three weeks. Was in week two. They're finally um, meshing, I think. Yeah, I mean Hollywood. You know, I I have my doubts about Hollywood, but he does actually seem to be the number one in Arizona at least till Hopkins comes back. Um, it, it's a it's a nice nice win for you when arguably your uh, your workhorse is on the bench with Michael Pittman. Yeah, you know the, the thing about my team is my bench is just abysmal. How do I still trade Lance on my team? Well, this was this was week oh, two. I, this I, is the week he got hurt. Okay, I've dropped him since. Okay. Um, I did, however, drop fucking Joseph my kicker because he's a trash man, and uh, I've replaced him with. I don't, young Hoku, I think. I don't even know who I grabbed. You know, that's the thing about Minnesota. They always seem to have really bad kickers. I don't know what it is. Underperform in big moments. Doinkers. Doinkers, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, your team is pretty solid still. You have three running backs who are very good and very injury prone. So I just worry about you going forward. Oh, yeah. But that being said, I'm very scared of your team. It's totally, it's, I mean, it's, it's boomer bust, and I'm just going for the, going for the gusto here. I mean, did it blow up my face? It probably will. You know what I mean? I don't see a scenario where Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley make it to Week 17 healthy. Yeah. I just don't. You know, maybe they miss only a couple weeks, but I just worry about that with you. That being said, one thing you do have in your pocket is I think Cortland Sutton's upside has not even started yet. Yeah. I, I, I think Cortland Sutton, give him a couple more weeks with, with Russ, and I, I think Cortland Sutton's going to be a – I still have faith he's going to be a top 10. I think as long as – you know, if I lose one of these running backs, I think I'll be okay moving forward. I don't know if I'll win the league or anything like that, but at least I can throw in um, – I can throw in um, – Hollywood. Hollywood in the, slot, or in the flex, so – yeah, I agree with you. I think you have three good running backs and three good wide receivers, and I think that's what you really need to win the league. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you know, your big hole is really tight end, but, uh, you know, you got a great quarterback. Everett's not a bad move. He's, he's a middling tight end, so it's not the worst thing. Yeah, you definitely – you got your quarterback, which I think is – I think that's something we over overlook in this league a lot. You know, we're obviously all concerned about running backs and receivers, but – Well, you know, some, I think some guys go the way of, of grabbing a really high-profile high, high profile quarterback or they go ahead and grab a high-profile tight end. I think that's a, that's a strategy in football or fantasy. Yep. Yeah, but I, I think quarterback, I think we've seen a lot of leagues where, or a lot of years, I should say, where our league is won by somebody who made a really good quarterback pickup. Yeah, totally. Uh, looking over at Aaron's team, uh, 
Pat Mahomes been a little underwhelming from a fantasy perspective this year. He hasn't been great. I mean, maybe he's missing Tyreek Hill, you know, to take the top off the defense. Um, That's true. It's a terrible wide receiver core. It's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. Where's what is what is what's his name doing? Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. What did he sign his ass? Yeah, you'd think so, right? I mean, who's who's their best receiver? Probably Juju, right? You don't even like Juju. He's yeah, M- MBS has been terrible. I mean, he, if you're gonna say who's is Travis Kelsey's the best receiver? Yeah, it, but like actual wide receiver, it's got to be Juju, I think. You know who's been really good is Miko Hardman. Yeah, I, think, I, I guess. I, think, I mean, Mike's probably going to throw a shit fit over this. Yeah, I mean, he's he, to me, Miko Hardman is like a take-the-top-off kind of guy, though. He's like... Well, that's why they got that Sky Moore fella. Yeah, that's true. But Sky Moore has looked bad. I mean, MVS is, rookie, is awful. I just don't understand the MVS. I would have taken Ek- yeah. Equimanius, St. Brown, what the hell's his name? I, I completely agree with you about OBJ. That's like the number one team where OBJ should go. He should make a difference. I just feel like what's going to happen is he's going to get picked up in like week 16 or 15 before the playoffs start for one of these... Uh, Teams are making a run at the playoffs. I would love to see the Steelers let one of their talented wide receivers go and trade him to a team like Kansas City that actually needs That's him. That's not a bad idea. Because so because Mitch Trubitsky cannot feed the mouths of Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, yeah, and get, George Pickens. Yeah, get rid of De- Deontay Johnson. That's what I would say. Yeah, and get, yeah, just give him to somebody who will use and him. And also, why do they draft George Pickens? There's no way to know. Yeah. There's no way of telling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miles Sanders has been impressing me a little bit, but so has that whole Philly Philly offense, right? Yeah. The Philly offense has been elite. It has been. It's, it might be the best team in the NFC or, or NFC uh, NFC in general. I um, looked at it. Yeah, I just looked at a power ranking where Philly was number one in the NFL. Who else could it be? In yeah. the NFL? In the NFL, they were number one. I guess Buffalo just lost, right? So yeah, Miami was looking pretty good. They just lost two. It seems for at least a game or two. <laughs> God knows how long. Um, Travis Etienne though is like that's one of the guys I was like, all right, he might be uh, one of those. Great values, blowout player, and just he really hasn't done it. Yeah, I agree. I I really thought this was Etn's year to kind of have his you know moment where he is a, he is a number one in his second year, and uh, completely wrong. It's been all James Robinson, but I think that's really what it is, right? James Robinson keeps proving people wrong. Exactly, and then, like he plays at Jacksonville with Etn, but the biggest hurt right there has got to be Christian Kirk on the bench with twenty two point eight. I don't think Aaron will make that mistake again. Christian Kirk is looking like a, a stud this year. I haven't been able to watch any Jacksonville, but I, and I've heard that, that Trevor Lawrence is playing pretty good too. Trevor Lawrence is looking good, and Christian Kirk is an undisputed number one in Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, he is all getting all the targets. Jacksonville looks like a team where you might even get a second or third wide receiver, like a Zay Jones or a Marvin Jones, to be relevant. Yeah. Because, yeah, that team is good. Yeah. Uh, well, who is, I think, who's uh, Jacksonville play this week? Miami, I want to say? No, Miami just played. Okay, J- Jacksonville has a big game this week. And, and who would have thought that, you know, you can make a legitimate argument that they're the best team in the AFC right now. Just just based on their just based on their performances so far, I mean, okay. not not their talent. Like I could make an argument that they might be a wild card team. Yeah, I'm not saying they are actually the best team. I just mean based on their performances. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you could show me a team that's played three better games oh, than Jacksonville in the AFC. They're at Philly tomorrow, so that is a huge game. Yeah, that's a big proving game. So if, you know what, if they can beat Philly or, or hang with them, then I can I can yeah maybe. And and the same is true for Philly, right? Like if Philly can blow the doors off of Jacksonville, I just, then I think they're legit. I'm just waiting for like the George Bad Take montage where where I play that clip right there. You're like Jacksonville could be the best team in the AFC. I'm not saying in talent. I'm just saying if you look at weeks one through three, Jacksonville has had arguably the best start of any team in the AFC. Okay. I, I don't think that's an unreasonable statement. Yeah, I guess you know beating beating the Chargers and then beating the Colts, but losing to the Commanders is rough. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with that. Uh, final game from this week. Uh, we had uh, Eddie against uh, Matt Kalishin. We both picked Eddie, and we were both wrong. 
Unfortunately, Matt continues to win. But honestly, there's no winner in this this matchup anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's just the axis of evil. Yeah, it's just like the two guys that don't know what they're doing, but they continue to win, and we don't know why. If, if, I wish TJ could be in this game as well, and they could all lose. Oh, it'd be great. Just a, a thruple loss. Yeah, that would be the most hated, I think, league members. Yeah, for sure. Bottom Me and you four. are up there, though. I think we're pretty despised. Well, guess what? We kind of like own the, the league, so we can make this decision. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. That's a Jerry Jones statement right there. One of King Cuck's employees. Uh, Eddie's getting Eddie got pretty good pr- production from Herbert this week. Good production from Swift. CPAP only gave him four, and yes. Devonte only gave him eight, which fucked him in the next week because he decided to make the switch. Yes, yes, to Tony Pollard, and we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we will get to that. Uh, another thing I don't really understand is Kenyon Drake. He started him at the flex. Why? Must, I don't know. He must have gotten drunk. And, like, why wouldn't you throw Tony Pollard in the flex? I actually drafted Kenyon Drake and dropped him after week one when I realized how things were going to go in Baltimore. Yeah. And I just can't. I mean, he had so many more options on his bench. Tony Pollard, you know, Ayuk, I think, is having a really good year so far. Literally every other option on his bench would have been better. Yeah, that. I mean, he lost by 25, so it probably wasn't getting it done regardless. You know what's been really, like, so, so we had uh, Devontae Adams, 8.2. That team is, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, right how is, that's the only winless team in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, which is, I would not have guessed that. I, I didn't think they were going to win the AFC or anything, or even their division, but I thought, you know, that's miss, a legit wild card team. They would miss a dip in the playoffs, right. It, it makes you wonder if they should have stuck with Rich Bisaccia from last year. The, the interim coach yeah, yeah, who yeah, took yeah. him to the playoffs? Yeah. You know, I just, that, I can't believe how bad they are either. But Devontae still seems to be at least fantasy, you know, high floor. Yeah. Do you think he misses Aaron Rodgers yet? Yeah, I do, but I, I don't think it's on Derek Carr. No. I think it's just a, it's not a great team, and I think it's poorly coached on top of it. Uh, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Eddie going forward. I kind of think Eddie's a bit overrated, especially in his ratings right now. I, I kind of see him dropping near the end of the season. He's going to start crumbling, I think. Yeah, I do too. I just don't see a lot on this team. I mean, Mike Williams has been great just because Keenan Allen's been out, you know? Yeah. I, I, I see Eddie with a lot of good, but not great players, right? Like Herbert's good, but he's not top. I know, love DeAndre five. Swift, as you know, but like other than that, like this, DeAndre Swift is probably the one elite player he has, and DeAndre Swift is banged up. And yeah, I agree. And then with Adams, it's like I, I didn't want to touch that because he's going to a lesser quarterback. Yeah, that's why I was also worried about Tyreek Hill, but that's kind of working out for Tyreek. I, I was worried about Adams as well, and and I would have taken Adams like third round, but Adams went. I think I think Eddie that was his first round pick. He was picking at the end, so I think he got he did uh, Swift and Adams in the turnaround. So yeah, either first or second round, you're right. Yeah, and I just I couldn't justify his with where his draft position was. I could not justify that for Devonte Adams. Which is bizarre, is that he went up against Tom Brady. I don't know how Eddie doesn't have Tom Brady this year. <laughs> One thing I really do like about Eddie's team that I think is kind of an underrated uh, player this year is Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz has kind of blown up since he's gone to Arizona, right? When he hasn't had to compete with Dallas Goddard. Yeah, and I think he's he's, he's benefiting from. Um, Hopkins being out still too. I think that ball's getting. I think you know there's being another mouth to feed. It's a big mouth with Hopkins. Hopkins. Hopkins gets back, so we'll see how that fares with him. And then like I also have Hollywood Brown. So, I you know I do. I, I kind of disagree with you about Hopkins because I feel like Ertz actually was eating pretty well last year uh, when he was there, even at the end of the season with a healthy Hopkins. But now you're. It's. I will give you that Hollywood wasn't there. He wasn't. And they didn't have much behind Hopkins, so maybe you could argue that now there's two wide yeah. receiver mouths to feed in Arizona. That AJ Grounds. China ass, you know? Who? AJ, AJ Green, I'm sorry. Oh, AJ Green, yeah, yeah. But I just, I think Urch is like a hands guy. He's like a high touchdown guy. Like, you don't actually get a lot of yards with him, but you you see a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> what I've noticed with Arizona is they're coming back. They're coming from a deficit, like, every game now. Yes, absolutely. They're always absolutely. playing from behind, so there's yep. tons of garbage time to be had. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't really like what's going on in Arizona it's right weird. now. I yeah. think Cliff Kingsbury should be should lose his job and be called Dingleberry. I, I think Kingsbury is not great. I think that Kyler Murray is is I'm not going to say bad, but he's overrated. He I don't think he I don't think he cares. That, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he's as focused as like a. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't. I don't think he cares. Obviously, not Tom Brady or something like that. But I agree. I, I don't think he cares very much. I don't think he's super invested. I think he's regretting not playing baseball. Yeah, I don't know. There's this thing where they say um, last year when the new Call of Duty went came out that he regressed horribly. So, <laughs> that's a thing. So I think in a couple of months or maybe a month or so, there's another one coming out. So keep your eyes open on that. You know, if Mike Carrier was like an NFL player, they would every time a new Crystal Boyd dropped, they'd be like a suspicious decline <laughs> in Carrier's performance. Yeah. Seems to be depleted of fluids. Has no testosterone. <laughs> well, uh, next up, we're going to do a quick week three run through. Uh, for Tua versus Usain's fat cousin, which is my new name. Is that uh, Delvin Cook? No, it's me. I'm Fat Bolt. Oh, I didn't make that connection. Fat I Bolt. I get it. Fat Bolt. <laughs> I get it. That's clever. Uh, looking at Mike's team, I think the biggest thing really is he get you know another kind of dud from Jamar Chase, less than ten points. Yeah, uh, he, nothing from the tight end spot. It's a little concerning for him. Um, not a great game from Kyler, but. You know, hell of a game for Devonta Smith, and then had you sweating. Oh, sweating! I thought I thought this game was over after the one o'clock, and Devonta Smith just he he raped me. He raped you. He uh, bent you over backwards, and uh, he looked me in my eyes. He said, "He's the captain now." Yeah, yeah. But I was luckily able to pull it through, and uh, really, I didn't get any any big performances from everybody. It's just solid performance. Some might say that I have a deep team, Tony. Some might say it was a fundamental win. Even even Cam Akers, 10.1 on the bench. And, and and Amari Cooper's 20 on the bench. I still pulled it out of my dick hole. Juju Smith-Pooper, 11.4 on the bench. You know what one thing I'll say that I did this year that I, I think may go underappreciated in this league, Tony? Yeah, let's hear it. Is I burned my waiver priority on Curtis Samuel week one. I just had a, a feeling deep down in my plums that Curtis Samuel was going to have a good season. It's going to start falling apart here, but I, I feel you. I mean, you had an inkling and you, and you went for it. I did. I did. I'm really excited about that Some would that say one. that you were freaking out and you overacted and just and just spent everything you got, your, your number one waiver priority on Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Some some would say that. I'm going to say that. <laughs> In fact, I just did. Yes, um, but I got I got lucky. I had finally Joe Burrow looks like he's got his shit together a little bit. That, that Cincy offensive line is atrocious. But you know, we, we all know there's a lot of talent on. You know, it's crazy they got the Super Bowl last year. And they, they, should, they figured you, you figured they would have gotten figured out by now, but and, and their biggest issue was offensive line last year, and it doesn't look any better. I think they signed a couple players last year, but I don't know if they're still on the team or they got hurt or what the deal is. Well, I think, and I think they used a draft pick on an O lineman, so maybe you know it takes a couple weeks for a rookie to settle in, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially if he's a tackle, it's always a tough position, especially from college to the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really the reason I won is because Joe Burrow outperformed Kyler, right? I mean, that's that's really what it boils down to. I think that helped a lot, yeah. And then well, it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about with Arizona, right? There's a lot of question marks there. So many, but you know, we said earlier, it's their, their team that seemingly comes back a lot. But yeah. it's tough when you're playing the Rams, and they have that great defense. So Yeah, I think the Rams, they got burnt week one by uh, – who did they play week one? Uh, Buffalo. Yeah, and they got smoked by Buffalo yeah. week one. And yeah. I think people panicked a little bit, and I, I think Buffalo is by far the best team in the NFL. Isn't it, what happens every year, though? Is, yep, yeah, overreaction. Like yeah. last year, Aaron Rodgers had that three-point week one, and then he goes on to win MVP. There was a year where, where the uh, Patriots and uh, Kansas City Chiefs opened up the season, and it was Alex Smith-led Chiefs, and they blew up the doors, and people were freaking out about Patriots. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they won the Super Bowl that year. So, Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, next up, we got Scott and Tyler. This was a good one. Scott pulled it out. Um, got a really good performance from Nick Chubb, like he has all season. Yep. De- decent outing from Captain Kirk, but right about what he was projected. What's nice is he's getting these. Um, he's getting he's getting Jamar Chase, you know, numbers from T Higgins, and obviously that's that's a bargain buy right there, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Just to get a piece of that absolutely. offense, I think it'll like you said earlier, it'll it'll do better. Scott got really lucky with a good performance from Goddard. Got 15 points from his defense, Bengals. I get it; they're playing the Jets, so you want to start them. But the Jets' offense looked great the week before. So you know, Scott, Scott with a nice play there on Bengals deep. For, for me, in, in years prior, I would be able to say these are the bottom teams, and I'm going to start whoever's you know the, the team, the defense playing against them. But this year, it's been there's been a lot of surprises and weird games. So I don't know how far that's going to work. One thing that really pissed me off about Scott what last week off? is that he benched Khalil Herbert, who got 30 points, and he still won. That pissed me right off. <laughs> pissed him right off. The only thing with Scott is he's got a lot of mouths to feed now from a running back perspective. Granted, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, I, I think Dillon, yeah. he's got Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, A.J. Dillon, and Khalil Herbert, Eckler's, and Michael Carter. Yeah. Eckler hasn't really had a great season so far, or thus far, rather, you know? It's, no, he hasn't. He, and hasn't. He, he was a beast last year. He's like utility running back. They use him for everything. Scott kind of went with a strategy I did with drafting where he got – Really, just he loaded up on running backs, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eckler and Chubb is a great one-two yeah, running back. I like he went Eckler Chubb. Yep. And then he struck gold with St. Brown, which you know maybe he knew that St. Brown was going to be like this, but I didn't think. If it was- I'm being honest, I mean St. Brown's hurt this year. But if Scott were to say because he wanted Court and Sutton, and he, and he said he accidentally grabbed St. Brown and out of desperation, real quick, I probably would. Try, I would straight up trade him for St. Brown for for Sutton. I completely agree. Yeah, I mean St. Brown looks like a full-fledged number 1 receiver. Yeah. Sutton is definitely the number 1 in Denver. That offense just hasn't gotten going yet. So I agree. I w- I would make that trade as well. But he is hurt, so, you know. Uh Tyler had a had a great game from Josh Allen and from Jamal Williams, but he really lost because Mixon and Kamara gave him nothing. Yeah, that's tough. Um he's benching Kamara this week too, so he's probably just punishing uh, Kamara. I yeah, he probably is. I had, I kind of had a weird feeling about Kamara this year. I didn't trust Jameis. Now Jameis is hurt, and I think New Orleans might just be a bad team this year. Well, they, they also have they have a not necessarily quite a Tony Pollard, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. They have, they have a good backup running back, right? I mean, they don't have Mark Ingram. They had Tony Smith or something like that. Yeah, something something like that. I actually I don't know who the who the backup is in New Orleans. Is it is it Mark Ingram mostly? Well, I think now it's Mark Ingram, but they, they had a, they had a whole Tony Pollard situation last year. I don't think New Orleans has some kind of exciting young back like Chicago did, though. I just think Kamara's yeah. just. I mean, he's a high usage. Yeah, he's a, he's a lot like Christian McCaffrey. He just seems to have kind of hit his wall a little sooner. And it also, you know, it's since Sean Payton's gone. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched a game for New Orleans, but I don't. I don't know what kind of offense they're running. I mean, they lost to Carolina. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I just don't think New Orleans is good. I don't, I don't think they are either. But I think Kamara's still good. Yeah. He's getting up there in age. Yeah, he's getting up there in age, and a good player on a bad team can still be a bad player in fantasy. Uh, next up, we got Mormon, who got his first win uh, against Vinny. Uh, Vinny, the ship is sinking. Yeah, fast. Yeah, and he got 40 from L. Jackson and still lost by more than 10 points. And he's just carrying his team. Um, and he got he, lucky with late points. He started double tight end. You know he's desperate. Yeah, that's that's a big question mark from Vinny, especially with Rashad Penny. Russell Gage had a nice game because last week Tampa had no. You didn't know that Tampa had no receivers. Yeah, I think Julio was out last week. Evans was suspended. Julio was out, and then Godwin's hurt. Godwin's been hurt. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean Vinny is is getting desperate as he should. I I don't see a lot going on there. I think the biggest thing that happened with Vinny's team right is DJ Moore is laid an egg. Yeah, I had I had high hopes for DJ Moore and. 
Yeah. Ba- ba- the, thing, well, the thing with DJ Moore is that Baker sucks, right? It's not well, really because DJ Moore sucks. Maybe they'll make the switch. I think DJ Moore had a good season last year, if I remember correctly. He did, yeah. So maybe they make the switch back to Darnold. Maybe that'll be better for DJ Moore. I think anything would be better. <laughs> uh, next up, we got John and Tony. Tony, you, you moved up to 2-1 and one with this one. Uh, this was actually a really good game. John's team is good. They are. Surprising, but they are good, yes. Yeah, and he, he got very little from Tua and still made this a tight game. You obviously, you had a phenomenal week from Saquon, which to me is, is what stands out. It was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, and you, you have a really scary team. when You know, when everybody's hitting here, you know, Michael Pittman, Cortland Sutton, CMC, Barkley, Gibson. I mean, that's a scary team and, and hurts. Like, yeah. You have a really, a really terrifying team. But no depth. Uh, John, I mean, it's just crazy. John, it's another one of these games. He gets 25 from Mark Andrews and loses. Mark Andrews is going to be a beast this year. I, I don't think John, you know, I think he started everybody he should have, right? I, I don't think John made any bad well, decisions on the start. It's tough when you get 4.3 from Tyreek. Um, I, I'll, I'm going to stick with my Rashad Bateman is not an elite fantasy player stance. I'm not I, saying he's elite, but I think he's, a, I think he's a worthy of a flex play. I, I guess, I guess. I'm not uh, saying he's elite. Rashad Bateman this year to me is like Hollywood last year, where he's gonna maybe get like a. You know what's funny is like last a ninety year, is yard it touchdown. Last year you drafted Rashad Bateman. No, I you did, and you were you were hyped about him, but he got hurt. I, I just think Baltimore is not capable of sustaining a number one wide receiver. That's why I'm not high on him. Which is fine. I mean, Mark Andrews is your number one receiver in Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. And if. If Bateman's having a game, you can throw him in the flex. But Duvernay's had good games, too. It's been yeah, good Duvernay's had multi-touchdown games. He's also a kick returner, too. That helps. And he's a good kick returner. Yeah, I just... Naeem Hines sitting on his bench. I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his luck charm. It's like his troll. He keeps, you know... Yeah. John can play Naeem Hines, and Naeem Hines can have one point, and John will just win the game because he's a good luck charm. That's like his, uh, his like, uh, Hulu dancing lady on his dashboard. That's, that's <laughs> Naeem Hines. Uh, next up, we had Matt against uh, Matt Kalishin against TJ, and Matt had a really low score this week, and TJ let him get to three and zero by putting up a fifty burger. He let him get away with this. I mean, Matt did shit this week, and it should have been Matt's first loss. Matt's the number one team in the league right now, and he shouldn't be because TJ sucks. You know, we all have our flaws on our team, but imagine having Ryan Tannehill as your starting quarterback in fantasy. Yeah, I can't believe that. It's awful. Uh, but if, if I'm being honest, TJ did make – well, the, the biggest mistake, of course, that he made is leaving a hurt Keenan Allen in. I don't know if there's any any sort of uh, shuffling he can do with his bench or anything that, that make this anywhere near decent. Well, he does have Greg Dortch. <laughs> Greg Dortch. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, Greg, Greg Dortch is going to be relevant for another week or two until uh, uh, What's-His-Tits comes back from, from Arizona. Yeah. Rondale Moore. It was just, just an awful performance in management. Just a, a, a botch – by TJ. And yeah, it's a botched toe. <laughs> it's a botched toe. Get the toe knife for Spoon. Uh, you know, Chargers defense gave him negative six against Jacksonville. That one I can't blame him for. Yeah. Justin Jefferson gave him 2.9. I cannot blame him for that either. TJ, Because Jeffrey Okuda locked him down. It was a combination of just incompetent management and bad luck for TJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, incompetence is starting Ryan Tannehill and Keenan Allen. This team is just like Devin Singletary is your number two running back. I hate it. I, I actually I like Singletary this year. I think Singletary is is turning into a real number one in Buffalo, which is a big surprise to me. But uh, but yeah, I mean TJ is a combination of bad luck and terrible management this week. Uh, looking over at Matt's team, you know, very average day from Tom Brady. Um, I just Matt's team is the number one team in the league by record right now, and I don't think someone who's starting Tom Brady, Ceh, and Daryl Henderson should be the number one team. I don't think so either. But Cooper Cup, AJ Brown's coming back to surface, you know, to back to uh, the waters, suddenly, you know, uh, sort of say. 
Yeah, AJ Brown's the biggest surprise about his team, I think. Yeah, but I mean, week one he went off. But I think he's kind of leveling out a little bit. You know, I think Devonta Smith's finally getting some looks. It's settling a bit. You think so? Because right, so I mean, we, he put up seventeen last week. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just I'm just saying he's not going to put up. You know. Cooper Twenty plus, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it could have been just week one, as I said, because Okuda was on him week one. Maybe Okuda's uh, is elite. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> get probably, the hell out of here! <laughs> Matt Kay's growing, growing a stiffy right now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Matt Kay uh, gave him a stern spanking in this week. Yeah, no, it, Matt Kay definitely sternly spanked TJ. That's that's without a doubt. He was being a bad girl. One thing I do think. One thing I do think about Matt Kay's team though that might take a hit. Is I think Jalen Waddle is going to take a huge hit Tua's, yeah. when it's of Tua's injury. Who is your backup? Oh, oh yeah. Fucking uh, Tyrod. No, not Tyrod. Uh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. I mean, best backup in the league, probably. Bridgewater? Yeah. Give me Tyrod. Uh, okay, but I mean, you know, it's pretty pretty similar. Oh, man, yeah. Or, or, Ch- or Chet Henney. Yeah, yeah, Chet Henney's solid. But no, give me. T- I think Teddy Bridgewater is the best backup in the league. Teddy Two Gloves, yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, we got Aaron and Eddie. Uh, Aaron moves to two and one. Uh, Eddie moves to one and two. I, I think Eddie's star is fading quickly here. Swift Swift got hurt. Yeah, it hurts. Uh, Devontae had an okay game. Pollard had an okay game. Uh, Michael Hardman was started at the flex, which is very questionable. Romeo Dobbs went off on the bench, as did Brandon Ayuk. Cordell Patterson. He would have won a starting Cordell Patterson. CPAP, 21 on the bench. What a what a mistake. And he started and, and even the Pollard start I can live with, but the Mecole Hardman the flex, I cannot. You can't do it. And and they were and Kansas City was playing Indy, who's a good defense. Yeah. I just no it does not make any sense to me. And and I will say this, I was watching that game Atlanta, Seattle, and not only did Cordero Patterson put up 22 points, he looked great. He was hopping over people. I know he's hurt now, but like, he looked awesome. It just it, you you wonder like why the fuck was he a receiver from the get go? Yeah, I don't understand. Like he's been. You imagine if I mean he'd probably be out of the league by now if he started as a running back just from usage. But yeah, I agree. I mean he he's what he's 30, 31, I think, and he looks like a like a he's, 23, 24 he's year old big running back. Too, isn't he? like, he's, he's huge. He's like six two, six three. Yeah, and he's huge. I mean he he looks like. Not in in skill, but just in like body type, he reminds you of like Adrian Peterson. The way he's like, yeah, big and powerful and still fast on top of it. I it's mean, like if Mike Williams was athletic. Yeah, exactly, know? exactly. And any one of the Mike Williams has played in the NFL. And uh, lo- looking at Aaron's team, uh, another kind of you know letdown game from Mahomes. But I'll give him props because he he shuffled the deck. He, he realized ETS not doing shit. He threw in Christian Kirk, which served him well this week. Yep, Christian Kirk is a must start. I think every week. Yeah. Now. Um, but uh, the dual running backs from Philly is not working in his favor. Miles Sanders is you know starting to show his ass a little bit, especially against a bad Washington team. Yeah, Miles Sanders did tell people, "Don't draft me in fantasy this year." At least he's honest. Yeah. No, I respect it from his point. I wouldn't have drafted him. Uh, I'm a little worried about Debo this year. Although the Jimmy, the move back to Jimmy G might help his stock a little bit. It will, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I think Christian Kirk. If I'm looking at Aaron's team, you know, I think Christian Kirk is that diamond in the rough. If if Aaron's going to do something in the league this year, it needs to be through Christian Kirk. And when I look at Aaron's team, the problem is, is like he has doesn't have enough studs, and the problem is he has enough game day decisions with with his with his bench. You know, there's a lot of guys that you could plug and play, and it's like yeah, a lot of hot potatoes. Tyler Lockett yeah. is the ultimate hot potato. Oh, he is a hot potato. Yep. You know, uh, one thing I do like on Aaron's team, and I, this I think is going to come back to bite me real hard in the ass. I drafted Tyler Algier with my final pick. He was benched week one. He didn't even suit up. And I dropped him, and Aaron picks him up. And now CPAP is hurt. I was going to say, you just verbally blew CPAP, and now you're going to talk about Tyler Algier? Because CPAP is hurt. Okay. 
And Algier has looked good. He's gotten a lot of usage. I, I'm worried that that is going to be an Amon Ross St. Brown situation from last year with me. Yeah. I, I'm really worried about that. I, Let I think, us hope. Yeah. Aaron made a really savvy move, I think, with that pickup. Aaron did, did put you have Amon Ross St. Brown last year? I did. I drafted him. And then I dropped him after about three, four weeks. And uh, Eddie ended up using him to win the championship. Yeah, he was a league winner, wasn't he? Yeah, but uh, not probably not for me because I didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, but, you know... You, Eddie won because of you. I guess Mike would have won, so I guess, you know, there's no winner there, is there? Yeah, yeah, there's no winner there. There's, there's, like, there's, like, there's like three people in this league that I wouldn't get mad if they won. Like Vinny. Yeah, yeah, Vinny, Tyler. Tyler. Actually, even Tyler would be yeah. like, he, he didn't know what he was doing. Vinny, John. Yeah, yeah, John, but I would be pissed if John won. I would too, yeah. Vinny's like the only, Vinny would, or like even assume, Scott. I would hey. assume John paid some like, some, like, <laughs> some fixture. Jay Glazer. Yeah, to draft his team or something, yeah. Like Vinny, Scott, or Aaron. I could live with any of Scott, those winning. Yeah. Scott's already won twice. I can't, I can't Yeah, that's true, can't, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah Aaron, I forget, yeah. Aaron. So yeah, we're rooting for Aaron or Vinny, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's all we can They're do. the good guys. <laughs> Damn, that's sad. Uh, next up, we're going to do Sleepers Revisited, and uh, we're going to do a little redraft here if necessary. Me and Tony both had a couple hits and a couple misses. Uh, my quarterback sleeper, I had Jared Goff. Or, I'm sorry, I had Matt Ryan. I'm going to change mine to Jared Goff. That's the right call there. Yeah, I think Goff's been looking really good. Lion, there's a lot of questions about the Lions, but Goff has not been one of them. Yeah, he's actually playing really well. I think this week uh, it might be a little rough because they're down, I think, three receivers. I don't even know. They have. I don't fucking know who's going to be receiver there. Um, yeah, Reynolds probably number one. Reynolds is out too. Oh, Reynolds, Shark, and and uh, Montrose Brown. So uh, Khalif Tom, Raymond, Tom Kennedy, and Khalif Raymond show. I don't oh know. my goodness! Maybe I'll suit up. <laughs> I'll be there. Uh, I'm also going to change my quarterback. I had Trey Lance. He died. He's dead. Yeah, he's, he's deceased. Died. I was going to go with Goff, but you know I, I decided I'm going to go with Marcus Mariota. You know he's, he's got that dynamic uh, dual threat thing going on, and and Atlanta's been better than I thought they would be, um, and he's been doing all right. He, he's he's right now ranked. 13 at quarterback in all fantasy, so it's not a bad pickup. No, I really like that. I like your your idea as well. Um, I, I think Marietta's looked good. He's not going to throw the ball deep, but he has some good targets with London and CPAP and uh, Kyle Pitts. Yep, I mean, yep. I, yeah, I, I like that pick as well. Uh, I'm going to stay pat with my running back. My Herbert, my Khalil Herbert prediction is looking like a slam dunk right now. Yeah, maybe the best pick of all. Um, I'm sticking with Rashad Penny. Uh, I don't see why to change it. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a it's a you know interesting one. I don't see uh, Kenneth Walker stealing any of his thunder, but there is some questions as to if that Seahawks offense is just awful and too bad to support anything. Eh, well, you know we gotta do what we gotta do here. Yeah, I see that kind of like a Houston situation with Penny, right? Like where it's a bad team, but he might dominate enough to be relevant, like a Damian Pierce. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, or just Saquon Barkley in past or CMC, <laughs> anything like that. I'm not saying he's gonna be at that level, but you know. If you can get a top 20 out of them, then you got to be pretty happy with that. Yeah, I mean, pretty much every team is going to have, like, one rushing touchdown a game, right? And if Rashad Penny gets all of those, then he's going to be fantasy relevant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wide receiver, I had George Pickens. I'm not really going to abandon my pick more so than I'm going to abandon the Steelers. I just don't see the Steelers doing anything this year offensively, unless something radically changes with, uh, with Kenny Pickett. Which, who I'm assuming will start here in the next few weeks. At some point, yes. But they, they, uh, yeah, I'm going to abandon Pickens just because if, if Chase Claypool can't even stay relevant, I don't see George Pickens staying relevant. That's fine. Uh, going Dobbs, right? Yeah, I'm going to go Romeo Dobbs, yeah. Um, I, my money was on Christian Watson when the season started. Now, after watching the Packers a little bit, I think Romeo Dobbs is going to be that guy. Somebody needs to be the number one in Green Bay, and I think it's going to be Dobbs. That should be Lizard, man, Lazard. We'll see. I just don't think Lazard's very good. I don't think any of them are very good. No, I agree. That's I agree. where OBJ should go, too. 
I don't know much about Dobbs personally. Like, I never really don't remember I him in college like or anything. I think he was a seventh round pick. I don't even know where the fuck he came from. I just remember hearing buzz about him in training camp as, as, um, as Aaron Rodgers had really good rapport with him, but that's about it. That's just how it would go for Aaron Rodgers. He'd be like, the, the little, like we spent a shitload of money on this new toy, Christian Watt, Watt, Watson, right? Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, no, I'm going to go play with the... the he's going to play with the ball in a cup. Yeah, he's going to play with the box. Yeah, the yeah. ping pong with the... Or yeah. the ping ball pong ball on the mallet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the old uh, yeah ping pong thing. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Cortland Sutton. Um, he's starting to shape up, and I think he's going to end up being pretty good down the stretch. Yeah, I, I uh, don't hate that either. I think Cortland Sutton is underperformed big time so far. I just don't see the Denver... Like, there, there's nowhere to go but up. I think, you know, also they're going to get into a lot of these um, AFC West games, and they're going to get into... They're going to be down. It's going to be some garbage time. And, yep. Shootouts uh, against the Chargers yeah. or the Chiefs. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I even, agree. even the Raiders. Uh, nice to tight end. I had David Njoku, who looked bad through the first couple weeks and finally broke out in week three, and I'm sticking with David Njoku. I think... I think there's a lot of targets there in Cleveland that are going to go to the tight end just because of the conservative nature of their offense. Yeah, I don't hate that. Is Watson ever going to play this year? I don't I don't really know. Well, I think week – what is it, week 11 or week yeah, 8, something yeah, like we'll that? See. Um, uh, so you had Dalton Schultz at tight end. Yeah, and only because of uh, Dak, Dak Prescott died. Um, so I'm going to switch to Gerald Everett. Um, he's right now ranking as tight end number 7. Um Bad week last week, but he's putting up consistently double digits, so I'm going to roll with him. Yeah, I, I like that pick. Uh, Gerald Everett, is he always kind of pops when you watch the game that he's in. Exactly. He's super fast. He's super athletic. Always seems to come up with, like, one big play every game, and he, he's kind of a very underrated guy, and, I think. And selfishly, he's on my team. And what's weird is, since they've changed the whole number thing, and then we can wear whatever they want, he wears, like, number, like, seven. It's really weird. I'm that, like, that is weird. I'm yeah. like, this big bastard's wearing seven. I didn't know. I didn't know. Where is he? Where is he? I was watching a game. I was looking for, like, 86 or something. <laughs> All right, and next up we got the week four preview. Uh, first up, we got myself against Mormon Math. Uh, I got up to a pretty good Thursday start with the Bengals. I got thirty-one to zero so far. Yeah, it was a, it was a good start for you. Um, yes, I I would love to give you a W here, but I think you have a better chance of playing pickup sick with your butt cheeks. <laughs> you <get> a w here. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, if, if you uh, you'd have a better <laughs> chance of doing that, well, uh, we'll move on to Scott and Mike. Uh, to clarify, I am going with Mormon Matt. All right, all right. Thank you, okay. uh, Scott. Up twenty-one to ten so far. They both had one go. Scott got a great performance from T. Higgins. Mike, a subpar one from Jamar Chase. I think just for that reason, I have to go with Scott. I mean, when when your top drafted receiver is, is going to put up half the points of some schlub. <laughs> Scott grabbed him like the eighth round. We got to go with Scott on this one, right? Yeah, Jamar Chase has schmutz all over him after that performance. And uh, I'm going to agree with you because I think T. Higgins is probably the weak link of Scott's starting lineup yeah. other than maybe Captain Kirk. T. Higgins is, is this week's Minch. <laughs> yes, he is. And if you're looking at Mike's side, I mean, Jamar Chase, other than maybe Stephon Diggs, is supposed to be his number one performer. So I'm going to agree and go with Scott as well. Uh, next up, we got Vinny against Matt Kalishin. Giant head. Giant. It's it's large. Uh, Tyler, uh, or I'm sorry. We, we, yeah, you're sorry. Right. I, I skipped one. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to we'll uh, Vinny against Matt. Yeah, we'll skip with that. Matt, Matt up 14 after the first round, but he did have Chase Edmonds and Jalen Waddle go, who both put up pretty subpar games. Uh, yeah, and so that, that would make us believe that Matt's going to lose this week, right? But it's just, it won't happen. There's there's something about this guy. It's a hurricane luck or whatever. But let's I'm going to inflate his ego even more and make that head bigger. He's going to win this week. It's going to be because of Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, A.J. Brown, big games. 
You know, when I look at Matt's team, I think that his team kind of hinges on whether or not CEH has a good game or not. And against that Tampa running front, I'm going to say CEH does not have a good game. Uh, regardless of what Tom Brady does, I think I'm going to go with Vinny in this one. That's a good point. That's that's a good in- index right there, you know? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, exactly. Because CEH is like that swing guy. Because he did have that game against uh, TJ where TJ let him get away with one, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he put he had, I think, a 25... 25- 25 point game or so week one and uh i just meant like uh that, that not that matt's rolling every week he had a 96 point week one week right yeah he, he didn't break 100 yeah if, if, he and if i'm his... wrong i'm sure i'm gonna hear about it <laughs> and he's had constant production from cooper cup kelsey and aj brown so i i think that's that's what it really comes down to for matt yeah uh and and looking at Vinny, uh i'm gonna go with Vinny in this one you know just the performances from l jacks have been unreal i hope so, fournette and connor i i see i think arizona carolina might end up being a shootout yeah it's just it's two enough teams i think so too then i think connor and Moore might have good games well i hope you're right um <laughs> uh, and a big the, to me the big question if i'm looking at Vinny's team is how does rashad penny do against detroit right i think he'll run rampant I, I think I I do as well. Detroit seems like a team that's going to be in a lot of shootouts. If he's doing bad, I think Vinny will hop in the field, give him a a, a, prep, a pep talk tomorrow. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I think that uh, I think Detroit is a is a shootout team. You know, I think there's somebody you don't ever play a defense against, but you you know, if if you have uh, skill guys going up against Detroit, I think that's a safe bet to to play him. Yes. Uh, next up, we got uh, Tyler against Tony. Now, this is a good one. T- Tyler up fifteen from a from a pretty average performance from Joe Mixon on Thursday night. Fifth, you know, if you if you were to say to me out of any of my starting running backs, I'm going to get fifteen point four. I'm probably going to take that. So I think that's pretty solid for him. Um, obviously, I have to go with myself. I think I'm going to go with you as well. It's a tough one. Like I said, I think your team really comes down to health. And right now, Michael Pittman's healthy. CMC and Saquon are healthy. So, so the, the scary thing, though, he has Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams could be primed for a 20-plus game this week. I do agree with you there. Point-plus point game, you know? Definitely agree with you there. I think Jamal Williams will have a big game. Commander, defense, I don't really get that. I think Garrett Wilson against Pittsburgh is going to be a slog fest with very few points being thrown around. Yeah. Darren Waller's been really... And then also, Garrett Wilson's got a new quarterback this week. That's true. So yeah. Even if you say Zach Wilson is better, it might take a, day or a game or two for them to mesh. Yep. And George Pickens at the flex. We talked, obviously, a little bit about George Pickens already. I hate that. Uh, Vinny has a lot of options on his bench. I, I just, I'm sorry, Tyler has a lot of options on his bench. I just do not. He's, he's also in that, that weird dead zone. He's really just not trusting Alvin Kamara. Is there an injury thing going on here? Oh, regardless, even if you don't trust Alvin Kamara, you got Damian Harris on your bench. You know, you got Jer- Jerry Judy there. I just do not understand the George Pickens. I don't play. mind that he's got Alvin Kamara sitting there. That's perfect for me because by the time he wakes up and, this, and, he, and he hears this motherfucker, the game's going to be going because it starts at 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking at your side, you know, everybody's primed for a pretty big game. Uh, Denver might finally sink their teeth into somebody this week with Vegas. Uh, Indianapolis, Tennessee kind of feels like a slog fest to me. I don't see a lot of points being thrown around there for Michael Pittman. Washington, Dallas feels like that could pop. I, yeah, I totally agree. It's, it's two bad teams, but with, with bad defenses with yeah, but I think that, I think Dallas has got a good defense. I there. guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Washington's defense sucks. Yeah. They're not great. Um, and I think I don't change. I feel like Chase Young's still out, you know? I don't even know if that matters or not. I mean, they've just gotten gashed, it seems like, every week. Even even when they won, they got gashed. That's fair, yeah. So, uh, we'll see. I'm going to uh, go with you as well on this one. But I'm just happy I'm going to have a game that doesn't come down to Monday. Yeah. I or just even Sunday night. I'll, I'll know by seven, 8 o'clock on, on Sunday. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Vinny's got a couple uh, a couple Tyler, guys Tyler, going in Tyler. that. Sorry, yeah, Tyler, Tyler's got a couple going in that night game. But, uh, yeah, you'll know where you sit. Like I said, I, I think your team just comes down to health every week, right? Yeah. So you're healthy this week. I'm picking you. Uh, next up, we got John and Eddie. Uh, John, probably, probably the best one and two team in the league. Yeah. Eddie, one of the worst. The, the worst, probably. Uh, Eddie does have CPAP in there. As of right now, I guess CPAP is cleared to go. Uh, CPAP and Tony Ball. He said, you know, he's tired of playing like roulette with these two guys. He's going to start them both and hopefully he'll hit on one, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't hate that. I also really like Romeo Dobbs at the flex, especially against a suspect New England team. Well, losing DeAndre Swift is going to kill him. So, he, obviously, I guess he's, his hand is forced to do such a thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any other options. Okay, so one thing about Eddie's team that I think may go a little bit underappreciated is this. Brandon Ayuk looked really good last year. He's He's had a rough start this year. I think he right now looked terrible last year. I had him last year. I drafted him early. I'm just talking about when you watch the 49ers play. What I'm getting to is I think he has a, a pretty good rapport with Jimmy G yeah. that he didn't have with Trey Lance. And so I think he might be a prime candidate for somebody who takes a little step forward, especially since they're trying to use Debo less. I love you. That's an awful take. We'll see. We'll see at the end of the season. I predict Brandon Ayuk will have a good season. I'm putting because, on the George real bad take. All right, let's do it. I, I, my takes have turned out a little better than were thought weeks one and two. So I, <laughs> I, I I'm going to stick with this one. I think Brandon Ayuk has a good year. Brandon Ayuk finishes as a top twenty five receiver this year. Holy shit! What much you want to bet? Uh, I'm not putting down money. I'm putting down my honor and my status as a butt stuff weekly host. Okay, <laughs> your honor. Uh, next up, we got the... Uh, pick that game? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with this Eddie-John matchup. I got John. I'm going to go with Eddie, unfortunately. Hate it. I yeah, hate it. Hate I think see it. I think John in a blowout this week against Eddie. And uh, finally, we got uh, King Cuck's employees, the worst two-in-one team by a mile in the league. It's the worst Aaron. team in the league. Yes, yes. This is a, this is a toilet team. Um, but... I'd rather... Uh, at least he's starting Greg Dorch. Watching TJ's team perform is like pulling teeth. <laughs> yeah, Greg, Greg Dorch. He does have Greg Dorch. This just sounds like some insurance broker. Yeah. One thing I don't understand about TJ is why is he starting Melvin Gordon over Singletary? Singletary has been the number one. On Singletary a, had a really nice game last year. On a too. great offense. And they're playing Baltimore, whose defense has been gaped this year. Yeah, gaped indeed. Yeah, it's been gaped. At least he pulled Ryan Tannehill from a starting lineup. just grosses me out. I mean, it, on paper, at the beginning of the season, I liked his team, right? Like, Justin Jefferson. His team was a Chinese fire drill, dude. Look at this. <laughs> it's like night and day from last week. Well, thank God he has Greg Dorch. That's yeah, all I'll say. I'm glad. I'm glad. He finally, he must have just pulled Keenan Allen, right? Yeah, he just actually did that since we've been recording yeah. the podcast. When we made our original picks, I... Something tells me he took some peyote and made this lineup, <laughs> and it's going to put up 200 points. <laughs> I actually, I don't mind TJ's team right now. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is in there. He just needs to get. I think whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even even say what I would do. But uh, just say because he'll do the opposite of what you say. That's true. That's true. Yeah. If I was TJ, I would be. I would not start Melvin Gordon. I would have Devin Singletary in there. 100. If I was TJ, I would trade Aaron Jones away for scraps. <laughs> if I was TJ, I would trade Greg Dortch for some other team's best player. <laughs> yeah. And and then and then say it's not a raping afterwards. <laughs> I am. Believe it or not, I'm actually gonna go with TJ on this one. I can't. I, I gotta <laughs> go with Aaron. No I'm gonna go with TJ on this one. Um, I like I said before. I just I see Patrick Mahomes having a tough week against that Tampa Bay defense. Um, Najee could run rampant against the Jets. That's kind of my asterisk. For me, right? you know, last week Kansas City lost a winless uh, Indy. 
I think they, it's a get-right spot for KC. Against I mean, Tampa Bay, though? Against Tampa Bay. I think so. Yeah, I think you're going to okay. light them up. Okay. Penises will get beaten. No, I, I, I like it. Mahomes. No, I think Aaron has a couple things that could pop for him, right? Like Najee against the Jets. I could see that going off. Christian Kirk against the Eagles. That feels like a shootout. So I could see those going for uh, for Aaron. But I'm just going to – I don't know. I have a gut feeling TJ's going to go off. I think he's going to be led to a victory by Greg Dortch. <laughs> Greg Dortch. He's going to be carrying the torch to victory. <laughs> <laughs> And next up, we have the owner's poll as voted by you, the listener, for week three. Yeah, so we're going to uh, rank the employees here. Um, this is for week three, though, so we're not going to get too wild with it. So in first place, Matt Kay receiving five first-place votes. Second place, John Smith, one first-place vote. Three, Mike. Four, me. Five, Eddie. Six, Tyler. Seven, Aaron. Tied for eighth place, Scott and TJ. In that order. Um, <laughs> tenth place, Vinny. 11th place, Mormon, or, yeah, Mormon Matt, and then last place, George. Well, big shocker there. Yeah. Good thing I finally got my win. Yeah. And uh, we'll move into the all-important week four rankings. In 12th place, George, basement dweller, Feebold. In 11th place. TJ, I have too much plaque, Julie. In 10th place, multiple wives, multiple children, Mormon Matt. In 9th place, Mr. Smegma, Vinny Sentman. In 8th place, Mr. Dritty Dicking himself, he's had questionable sexual relations, Tyler Garrett. In 7th place, 7th place in our rankings, last place in our hearts, Eddie Shaw. In 6th place, the Texan, Aaron Packard. In fifth place, I don't know what I'm doing, John Smith. Tied for third place, Michael, new dad, fertile man, carrier, along with Scott Graybush Updike. In second place, receiving one first place vote, Tony, who keeps getting voted down, Updike. In first place with four first place votes, the biggest ego, the biggest head, the most overrated, Matt Kalishin. That's all for us today, boys. Boys are back in town.